Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show all about our current world and everything within it. My name is Biz Paul, I'm here in the UK and over stateside, somewhere near the Oscars or nearer than me, it's Felicia Jones. Woo, it's, it's been a crazy, um, it's not even 24 hours, has it? <laughs> <laughs> no, well. Twitter is hot today. Yeah, we're sort of a day early uh, than, than usual, not because of the Oscars, mainly because of the yes, scheduling is. issue, but we'll call it that it's to do with the Oscars. Yes. It sounds more dramatic and more like we're a current affairs show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Do, should we just get into this or should we pretend other things are going on in the world? Well, I mean, well, you see, that's a separate conversation there about whether or not there's ever anything else going on. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of things going on. I think I think we should, for balance and structure, uh, just have a quick look maybe at Twitter, see what's... Uh, well, no, maybe... Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you what's trending over here. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, we have Ukraine. Yeah. We have Sam Jackson, Chris Rock, some COVID. What you miss at the Oscars, Chris Rock. We have Howard Stern. Uh, who knows what he has to say on this? And then, of course, we have Governor Ron DeSantis and his "Don't Say Gay" bill. Okay, so it's very. It, this is a, quite the smorgasbord of uh, topics in your trending because I'm not getting any of that. <laughs> well, oh, okay, that was for me. And then, of course, on the trending is Will Smith, Betty White, <laughs> Hard Knocks. Oh gosh, yeah. So it's all over the place. It is all but, over the place, isn't it? Um, but. Mm. But the Florida governor pops up again. Why is Betty White trending? I have no idea. Um, I, what has happened? Oh, oh, okay. Jamie Lee Curtis paid tribute to Betty White during the Oscars and had an animal. Okay. <laughs> that's the only thing that's trending. And right. yeah, it's like, seriously, it's trending. And there's just like one post. Right. That's weird. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Everyone got into it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So, uh, okay. Well, here, um, there's not really anything of interest that isn't what we've just talked about. Um, There's an article about the up-and-coming London areas where house prices are low and locals are friendly. I I don't know where that is. That must be the only place in London that's friendly. But Like two houses there? Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, otherwise, pretty, pretty, uh, like, non-eventful. Uh, Twitter. So let's um yeah let's get into it. Yeah, it, it's 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 been interesting. I w- I will bring up these other things we should talk about later. Um, corporate housing has been a thing over the weekend. Of course, it got overshadowed, and this is where these companies buy up like fifty, sixty thousand houses, and then jack up the rent to people. Um, uh, oh. it's it's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So we, yeah, it's um, it's very legal and it's very kind of evil slash greedy. Um, yeah. but that's what's happening in the housing market. And that's why young people can't get in houses. And one of the developers who owns five forty, he owns 30,000, he buys 800 a day. And he's made the excuse that millennials don't want houses because they like to be on the go. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But that's for a future thing. I did see quite a bit of stuff on TikTok about people in New York, like showing their shoebox size apartments for like $5,000 a month and stuff like that okay that's yeah it does this is a little different because they're buying houses in regular neighborhoods um uh, near school districts and what they do is you know they'll get a family in because they know they want to be near the school 
and um, they'll raise the rent. They'll keep raising the rent. So what happened over the last few months, we've seen people rents like double, like somebody goes from a thousand dollars and their rent is raised by 900 or 1200 bucks. And they know that the people can't leave because they want to keep their kids in the school system. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. I, I read the article and I was like, wow, this, it makes you want to cry <laughs> how bad it is. But yeah. And those parents, they'll do everything to keep their kid in the school, I suppose. But can they, can they sort of like then move out of town? No, you have to stay. No, um, you have to live in your school district or you have to do some things um, that, you know, one lady, she used her father's address so that her kids could go to a school in a certain district and she was put in jail for like a few years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it is. um, People do that type of thing. My mom did it for my sister to go to school in a different, use my grandparents' address. So, yeah, um, it depends on how strict it is and... But for the most part, you have to stay where you are. And this that can lead into a discussion around redlining, um, segregation and stuff like that, why yeah. certain people can't go to schools in certain districts. So it's unfortunate. Goodness. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's uh, we can make that into a segment of the show. A property update. Sounds uh, yeah. sounds fun. <laughs> I know. <laughs> people who fly out the rules. See here, people very much like try and buy the houses in the areas that they want their kids to go to school in years Mm -hmm. before it's needed. But then, of course, by then the school might be absolute trash because the management (laughs) would have changed, the government policy has changed, things like this. But there is a real problem with oversubscribed schools and getting into the the right one. And people will do all of that kind of stuff, like, you know, use their grandparents' address and stuff like that. But it's not illegal as far as I know. Yeah, well, um, depending on which state you're in, and that's what you love to hear, uh, it's very illegal. (laughs) Wow, and okay. quite a few people will get get in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's um, it's a mess. Um, but uh, the company that is the biggest proponent of this, you can invest in them and make a ton of money. Okay, what yeah. in the companies? Yeah, Blackstone. They are a public health company, and they they've started this back in 2012. And you know, uh, was it 2012 when? Yeah, when the housing crisis was happening, you know, the whole recession thing, and they would just come with cash and just buy houses off of auction. Oh, yeah, well. And they're, and they're still doing it. That's the capitalism. It is. <laughs> and um, it was triggered by, we saw a, a segment on the news called this company called Homeward, and they come in with cash offers because what's happening is that a lot of regular people um, are getting beat out by cash offers from people. Um, so homework will come in and act as your representative and give you the cash. You rent the house until you make enough money. Um, well, until all of your, um, mortgage stuff is approved and then you'll buy the house back from them. And my husband, you know, Dustin and I, I was like, okay, this sounds so something ain't right. So I started digging and come to find out it is a company backed by the biggest, um, company that does this. So, mm-hmm. Y'all be careful out in those streets with these houses yeah. and these mortgages. It's some, it's some shady stuff going on. Uh, it's always the people who have property that seem to do well and yet are the shadiest. Well, I mean, what happened after that recession in, is it 2008? Yeah. A lot of people lost their houses. So, and you know, and of course everybody has said house, your house is probably your greatest um, tap into yeah. your wealth, and especially as you get older. Um, and so they saw an opportunity and they just started buying up houses like crazy 
um, and they and they put out the report saying, you know, the goal is to turn this into a rental uh, a renters generation. Mm-hmm. Well, and now it's on renters to figure out, you know, your wealth has to be through massive savings. And of course, don't forget that that's all part of the Great Reset conspiracy. How, you know, that's on purpose so that we don't own anything and therefore we can be enslaved. Well, and somebody said, somebody did comment, like, this is what modern slavery looks like. Yeah. So somebody should walk up to them and just slap them, those people. Segwaying from modern slavery to <laughs> traditional um, ye olde, uh mainstream slavery, I've just okay. spotted something here um, mm-hmm. that the British Education Secretary this morning said that children should be taught about the benefits of the British Empire rather than focusing just on the criticisms. What's your take on that? What are the benefits? <laughs> the only people who benefited were... The, you know, people in royal houses. Rich, yeah, so rich I'm like, who who benefited? And yeah, I'm I mean, not... seriously, who who benefited? Just just rich aristocracy mainly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess you got sugar out of it, maybe. It's it's interesting because he's um, an Iraqi immigrant, the education secretary. So I mean, I, I mean, that doesn't mean any. I've learned that just because somebody is a certain ethnic background race or something it doesn't mean they they see everybody sees things differently they do but but iraq only exists because the british and the french carved up part of the middle east by a a line the sykes pico line maybe he sees that as a benefit maybe he sees that yeah maybe maybe i don't know i don't think native americans would see any Mm, benefits no 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 yeah yeah central american south americans yeah Mm. funny ideas but there we go okay so that's all that's happening on twitter apart from the big story of the day um to do with the oscars felicia tell us tell us what you saw because i woke up this morning with a little message on whatsapp from felicia (laughs) uh because it all happens when I'm asleep, you see the Oscars, and I'm not prepared to yeah. to, to stay up. Uh, I can't. I didn't want to ruin it for you. I was just like, oh, when you wake up, the world will be on fire. So yeah. here's the biggest thing that happened at the Oscars: Samuel L. Jackson got an Oscar that wasn't televised. What? Yes, he got one of those honorary lifetime Oscars in the you know the um the thing before the Oscars in a private uh, ceremony. And it wasn't televised. Denzel Washington gave him the Oscar. Um, Danny Glover got one. And it was like, okay, you know, one of the biggest box office draws and you didn't put him on the main stage. Like, come on. Like, I would have loved to see Nick Fury get an Oscar. So uh, I learned that like a couple of days. It was like the day before the Oscars. And a lot of people are very salty about that. Like, why? Like, I would have liked to see Sam Jackson yeah. get something on stage, but that's what happened. And yes, that is the biggest thing that happened at the Oscars. What did, did, okay. So the Samuel L. Jackson thing, cause I think that's kind of major. I love Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, it, it is major. So, so was it like an hour and a half long, the Oscars or something like that? I thought they had like yeah. loads of awards for like best shoes and best sequins I, in a Netflix series or something. I think they give awards like a day or two before, like you have, you know, I I assume it's like the Grammys. You have the awards that are just, you know, you get the email and and they tell you (laughs) you got an award. Like we're going to get hopefully in a couple of days. Yeah. (laughs) 
like Tiffany Haddish, uh, she's a comedian here. She won an Oscar for a Grammy album. And I think they just told her publicist and they called her while she was on television. She started crying. So I think there is that first level of you win the you win an award and we just send you an email. The next level is we'll actually have a ceremony and invite you to it. And I, he got that's how he got his award. And then, of course, you have the main day thing. So I I think that mm. was um, for a, for an event that's looking for ratings. <laughs> uh, I think that was a, a big miss not having um, Sam Jackson on stage yeah. uh, on the main TV stage. Yeah. Did they have like the in memoriam section? And all that? I don't know. I've never watched the Oscars. Oh, so did you not see it yesterday then? Did you not see it last night? No, I've never watched that thing. So you've watched. <laughs> so okay. So boring. what if. You... <laughs> okay. So how did you learn about this incident between Chris Rock and Will Smith? By the way, that's what we're talking about. If, uh, yes. if, if you were unaware, go look it up. Um, Dustin, we were watching something on TV and Dustin did the, oh, damn. Oh, damn. And then he paused and I was like, what happened? He was like, something just happened at the Oscars. And of course, you we do what everybody does. You get on Twitter. Yeah. And and I saw it that way. And I was like, whoa, what wow. happened? And it was still kind of happening. Um, we turned it on, but it was way after the fact. So so that's how, you know, everybody gets their news. And because to be honest, the Oscars have always been boring. Yeah. The last time I watched the Oscars is when Denzel Washington won an award. So with award ceremonies, normally I would only be interested in watching them if there is going to be some kind of drama. So the Brits, the Brit Awards, used mm -hmm. to be very British and rock and roll, and there would always be something kicking off, some kind of stage invasion or protest <laughs> or something like that, or people were drunk. And so it would be quite interesting. The last few years, it's been so sterile that it's it's been boring. Um, and the BAFTAs oh, are the same. Oh, it's about to be a change now. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, everyone has uh, got some kind of take or view and, and stuff yeah. like that in terms of what happened. But should we should we summarize what we what we saw or what we think we saw? I, I don't I, I, I don't know. I mean, we I guess so. I mean, we don't I would assume to. at this we point have to. everybody has. Everybody has seen this. There was a very unnecessary joke. You know, somebody got their feelings hurt, stomped the stage. Somebody got slapped. And 30 minutes later, won an Oscar and got a standing ovation. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Good summary. Good summary. Yeah. <laughs> very shocking. Uh, now, what, what has been interesting has been the afterwards. Like, yeah. like, like, what is your take of this whole thing? Well, uh, my take my take on it, I think, I think my take on it has kind of evolved a little bit since since I saw it this morning. <laughs> um, I think it just as a general principle, I'm not very happy with violence. <laughs> so yes, violence is not a good thing. <laughs> it's it's not it's not a good thing at all. Um, I I can I can understand how. Viol have things turn into to, to violence because uh, we are animals, humans are animals and sometimes things happen that you know where you lose control. So for me the issue is uh, a couple of things. how much control is is should should one have in a situation like like that? Um, 
And then the other thing that that I actually was prompted on by something on social media actually was um which maybe we can talk about separately, but it was it was about um toxic masculinity and you know, obviously this is a great mm. example of it, but also about um how perpetrators use emotion to turn themselves into the victim. And I thought that was mm. very interesting given that he that Will Smith was then obviously very tearful um during the speech that he gave after winning the Oscar um for best actor ironically um and 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 how you know the the, the victim is not he made out to for him and his family to be the victim but that he's not the victim here yeah that's a very interesting take uh, a couple of takes that I've seen um definitely from therapists and I guess Will Smith just released a book or released a book in the last six months or something. And uh, it kind of talks about his life and like a whole bunch of regrets and things like that. So a lot of therapists, they think, one, this this slap has nothing to do with Chris Rock, that the whole incident was a trigger and that there's a whole lot of emotional baggage going on there. Oh, like what? Well, and that's what people say. They don't really know, but they said usually it, this is the, you know, like there's something else going on in his life that, you know, this one incident triggered. And some people right. said if you if you read his book, he has like regrets because his dad was abusive and he didn't protect his mom and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, him and Jada, they have been punchlines for the last couple of years. Um if you followed him during the the beginning of the pandemic, I, you know, I, I will take this to my grave. I think a lot of us have still not really processed this whole pandemic. And, mm. and Dustin told me I needed to be very clear because some people think I'm just talking about the disease and the mask wearing and stuff. To me, the pandemic has been everything that has popped off since March of 2020. That is, you know, the civil unrest the 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 friends that you had that went completely the other way the arguments with family the contentious elections like all of this stuff and then people just dying a lot of people dying and that is a lot to process and then for somebody who's already under the pressure to keep a brand going you know to be out in the public eye that's that's a lot and um I kind of I'm kind of on that that side that something else is, you know, deep emotions. And I and I think the pandemic has really hit people emotionally mm. to some things that have never, you know, like things you never even thought you needed to address. And, you know, you work through, you know, therapy and a lot of people say, well, his therapy is not working like it doesn't work that way. People, it's not like you pay for three sessions and you're fixed, you know. Yeah. Um. So and then and you hear that Chris Rock has um, been digging at his wife for some years now. And from what I heard is that um, this was definitely planned. And even on Chris Rock's like Instagram, he he was kind of preluding to, oh, the chaos is going to begin. This is how the night's going to go. Like, okay, what are you talking about? And somebody else was saying they just interviewed him last week. And one of the questions they asked Chris Rock was, you know, as a comedian, you know, when you hit uh, writer's block, what do you do? And he says, Will Smith. And she was like, I didn't understand that answer, but maybe this is what it is. So mm. I think and, there's, there's yeah. there, there, there does seem when I watched it, 
there does seem to be something else. I I agree. I, I can't put my finger on it. I don't know the backstories or anything like that. But he he was kind of well, he laughed at the joke and and Jada Pinkett Smith sort of gave this big eye roll. Um Well, and that whole laugh thing, a lot of people like, well, he laughed and and some people like, have haven't you ever done an uncomfortable laugh before? Yeah, before, yeah, yeah. Before like things settle in. <laughs> yeah, and if everyone else is laughing and it, and you're under pressure because you know the camera's on you, you know I can see why that happened. But something like something triggered the need to get out of the seat and and make that move. Yeah, and it's then the verbal stuff afterwards. That I yeah. for me that was almost more. I don't want to say more shocking because obviously that's not hitting somebody, but the, like the outburst and the anger that he felt then. Well, that's where it for a, I think a lot of people that turn from a a, a a little skit to like, oh, he real because yeah. um, I don't know, you know, growing up, you hear that term, keep your name out of my mouth. And that's when, you know, like, OK, somebody ain't playing right now. So <laughs> it's mm. like that's when all things have turned. And oh, poor Lapita, she's going to be the meme of the year. Uh, <laughs> because she was she was behind, her, she wasn't she? Had that, yeah, she had that facial emotion like. Oh, what just happened? Oh, oh, this got real. And yeah. I and the camera is on me. But it's an unfortunate thing. And I, I do believe this pandemic has messed with people. And we, and I don't know if you've seen it, but we've seen where comedians have doubled down on people. Oh, completely. You know? Com- I mean, and and I mean, they they've kind of lashed out at I don't know if it's lash out, but I think that's how they do their emotions. And they've doubled down hard on people. Yeah. Actually, that's re- that is really interesting because there's a mm-hmm. comedian over here called Jimmy Carr. I who, know who he is, yeah. Yeah, who has always been very close to the bone in terms of uh, the, the topics that, that he discusses. Uh, I went mm-hmm. to see him once live and it was talking about um, pedophilia in a way that was like, ooh, Oh, that's yeah. that. That is that like, is. Ooh. Oh, I shouldn't laugh about this, surely. Um, but he's come under a lot of stick, really, for his Netflix special, which referred to or, or said something um, to to do with uh, the Roma community, Roma and uh, traveler community, um, mm-hmm. being part of Hitler's final solution, or something. I can't quite remember the, the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and he got under a lot. He got a lot of stick for that. So. Uh, I do see what you're saying about um, comedians doubling down. One thing I did see today, though, was, and this has come from a couple of comedians who have sort of defended Chris Rock, I guess, in in saying Mm -hmm. whether things are just a joke, is uh, someone said, uh, you know, comedians are now going to be thinking who's going to do a Will Smith. It's like Will Smith has given people permission, if they don't like what they're hearing, to walk up to the stage of a comedian and smack them. Well, I mean, the comedians act like this is new. They we they've had people do outbursts, get mad at their shows, and we can go back to the guy from Seinfeld who I mean, who lost his whole career because of things he said. Um, this happens a lot, and I've I've heard Louis C.K. same thing. People have confronted him after the show, and then people have confronted during the show. Maybe not in a violent manner like that, but you know, it's you got to be. I don't mean, I guess you got to read the room and, and a lot of folks say, well, this is their job. Like your job is not to make fun of people. I've seen plenty of comedians who have never made fun of people. Like, no. not like that. And 
and and and I don't know. And I, and I do think just that this whole pandemic has just made people channel their emotions in a very interesting way where you have the comedians are doing it in their punchlines. You got people who are on a thin edge of emotional, you know, dealing with their emotions and, you know, and just making fun of people just isn't cool. And to be honest, it's embarrassing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's embarrassing. A lot of people don't like to be called out even for like good things mm. when people are on stage. So it's it's very embarrassing uh, to go through that. Um, but what shocked me the most is he didn't get removed from the room. Well, and they, they they obviously knew that he was going to win the Best Actor Award. But still, Paul, you and I are MCs. We've MC'd events. If somebody came up to us and slapped us, like did something, wouldn't you want the event host to like pause for a moment to see if you're okay? Oh, yeah, 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 100%. 100%. Instead of like, just keep going. Everything's fine. Like, okay. And then the person has to sit right in your face again. That's was was Chris Rock hosting the whole thing? No, I think um, Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and Regina Hall were the hosts. I think he may have just been presenting an award or something, something like that. Right. Okay. Not that that yeah. particularly matters, but yeah, no, you're right. If someone did that, if someone did that to <laughs> to us, yeah, absolutely, you would want them removed. Yeah. But, Please stop the event and just see if I'm okay. Not just keep keep the cameras rolling yeah. and remove the person. Like seriously, remove him from the room. But that's is is that is that because did that not happen because the Oscars is so big and you've got the t you know TV it's going out live on on TV across the world, so there's pressure there. You've got the best actor uh, who's sitting there who's done the thing and it's going to screw everything up if he's not allowed to do it. you know people aren't thinking straight are they in that moment they're just going let's just carry on i i don't know i mean you i mean you run events and the oscars are going to have way more stage managers than um like a conference type or summit event but who's in charge who's in charge of the oscars who who makes a decision like that? It's not somebody as famous as Will Smith, is it? No, and you, and you, and everybody knows that if it's not a joke, then like something went way off. I mean, I know Tyler Perry and Denzel Washington took him to the side, but that should have been like, you know what? We need to remove you. And then to have him win the award. And, you know, I didn't watch his speech because I know it was painful. And yeah, and still people stood up and gave him an ovation which is is weird and i feel so weird. bad for venus and serena because it was the movie about their dad and at the last award show somebody you know took a, a dig at them so they they haven't been able to you know enjoy this and the award that was won right after that was quest love um uh from the roots and every it was a really cool award uh, on a documentary about harlem um and they did say some of the other uh, hosts did a great job, even though I think Amy Schumer did make a dig at Leonardo DiCaprio and his dating and the age range of the women. Oh, that's like a standing joke, isn't it? It's a bit yeah. boring now. Still embarrassing, though. Still, still well, embarrassing. you know, what? Wow. he can probably because he's used to it. But if it was somebody new, I would I would be offended. Yeah. <laughs> you see, now people will say, oh, well, that's all wokery, isn't it? You know how you can't you can't offend people and. 
uh, people should be allowed to to really? offend somebody else. Yeah, well, that's what they say, isn't it? They say it's all wokery and you yeah. Know, and these mm, are the same people who are championing um, Ukraine and Russia, right? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just, so. just one of um, one of the things that 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 I was thinking because you're right about the standing ovation stuff. Again, people maybe weren't thinking about probably were what, what was what was happening. But he was, he he was essentially justifying what what he did, wasn't he? In his well, well, well you say you didn't hear it, but like he was essentially Ooh, justifying what he did. It. Yeah, that's um, yeah, I think he said because love makes you do crazy things. Like, yeah, I know, I I don't know. The whole thing is, I, I and I. I know people said, you know, are offended that there was violence like this on TV. And I was like, yeah, stop watching the news. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, hold, hold on. A, hold on a moment. But I don't know. It's, if somebody were to do something like that in that setting, one, we should pause and just think that something something not right is happening. We should also look at Chris Rock. I mean, he. I mean, you're you're on that thin line of trying to get a joke and trying to be edgy, and yeah. a lot of folks don't understand their their consequences because you know somebody I know was like, "Oh, it's a joke, it's funny," and it was like, "Yeah, you don't think about that when consequences start happening to you." Uh, you know, consequences uh, happen, and you know, I hope he's okay because he did you know keep his composure because somebody else that would have been a brawl on stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, it could have been much worse, couldn't it? Really? Yeah. And then, and then also, I don't know, you, he may be going through some emotional things as well because, you know, this pandemic has done a doozy on folks. And, um, you know, and a lot of people are trying to blame Jada Pinkett Smith. And, like, she, her husband is a grown man. He made that decision yeah, on yeah, his own. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Other people are saying things like, you know, she, she shouldn't need a man to defend her. <laughs> you know? I mean, he didn't have to go and do that. And I know a lot of people are saying that it's great that he did defend. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, we got to we got to do things a little bit differently. Mm. Um, I think what this episode has shown us um, is that that there's (laughs) there's all sorts of wrong in in, in this. There's all (laughs) all sorts of wrongs from toxic masculinity to. Um, the patriarchy to event organization to hypocrisy god yeah so much to, in in one incident consequences are a bitch consequences are a bitch. <laughs> oh can i just let me just add in this okay. other thing which i heard which i heard which i thought was quite interesting about how um in fact did they say in fact i think amy schumer said this at the oscar ceremony i think i saw a clip of this where she's saying that uh even though the film, uh, con- you know, it, it contains the two greatest, uh, two of the greatest female tennis players. The film was about their dad. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't seen the film. Have you seen the film? It, it's about their, no, I haven't seen it yet. It's it, We just got access to it, but it is about their dad. That's it. What's, why, why are they not making a film about the sisters? The ones with the talent. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing honoring their dad and how his, how he helped them to get to where they are. Okay. Because they were, they were. He was pivotal in them. Was I, I, I yeah. honestly don't know the story. I know oh, he's he a, coached them. Oh, I yeah, know he's, I know he's a big part of it, but I don't really know 
the oh, whole you don't know story. the whole story. Yeah, no. he coached them. He he got he read books and got videotapes on tennis and started coaching them. And that's right. how he got them into tennis. And yeah, it was all him. Oh well, the lesson there he, is any, anyone anyone can do it. Yeah, he wanted to change how they grew up. I mean, he he a little cray cray, but you know <laughs> that was their that was kind of like an honor to their dad and things like that. Right. So and were they involved in the um, film? Uh, yeah, in kind of I think a little bit of the writing and direction, and okay. I think so, something like that. So they gave their approval and they enjoyed it. Yeah. So hmm. yeah. Mm. Hmm. Well, I think the lesson learned is don't make fun of people. No. Don't make fun of people on a large stage because that's even worse. <laughs> uh, keep your hands off people. Yeah. No violence, please. Uh, consequences are 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 real. <laughs> yeah. Because everybody's about to suffer some consequences right now. Everybody. Do you, do you think they listen to our show? I'm pretty sure somebody does. I'm, I'm sure somebody does with influence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody does, yeah. Yeah. At least one person in the room has seen our podcast. That is true. Know, while they were scrolling, Pro- yes. Probably, probably a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with a bit of a look, if we can keep manifesting, because we've got a couple of days of the Quill Podcast <laughs> Awards to yeah. go, you know, even more people will be hearing this very soon. Yes. Yes. That, that would be great. So, well, <sighs> and now we are just like everybody else. We make content off of other people's misfortunes. Yes, God, didn't we? Yes. We went there. <laughs> yes, we went there. Got to jump on that misfortune marketing bandwagon. Yeah, I, I think I think though that ours was the intellectual take. So I think we should, you know, <laughs> give ourselves some grace. We'll be back to talking about war and plague next week. Yeah. So are we part of the people that came up with thought pieces like an hour after the event? No, no, no. I think that one of the big lessons for these type of incidents is resist the temptation to interpret the situation on LinkedIn. We don't need to know what this means for leadership. Oh, are people doing that? Of course they are. Oh, wow. (laughs) Everyone's got a hot take on it. It's just that depending on on where you're putting your hot take depends on what the actual hot take is a lot of people are being triggered today yeah Whew. okay so yeah so I, i'm rooting for putin to come with some crazy so we can get back on track that's right come on come on <laughs> vladdy we need you yeah baby. come on do, do do a rally or something you know yes. something so oh, we'll know a good rally. Uh, so we can get back on i enjoyed yeah. that oh. that was fun another rally please if you're listening <laughs> Vladimir. Right. Okay. Well, we'll await the, um, we'll await the, the new rally and we'll possibly bring that into the conversation next week. If something crazy a doesn't happen in the meantime. A serious question. If he listens to our show, are we going to get sanctioned? Are we going to get sanctioned? That's a very good, that's a very good yeah. point. I'm not, I'm not sure we can. I don't think I have actually had to read the UK's <laughs> sanctions uh detail because i got told by the government that i needed to read it in case i was trading with russia um i don't think free speech was was i I think we classed as like free media or something so we can yeah yeah. i mean i assume we'll get a few more readers or listeners if he listens but we might get in trouble too i don't know i think I, i think we're not on i think is apple podcasts and spotify banned i've got a feeling they're not they're not shoving out content to to Russia, so we have to go through I mean, a third party. I mean, but we're going through other countries, you know, so who knows? 
Who knows? If someone's got a VPN, okay. then get around it, can't they? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, um, until next time, it's been lovely talking to you for that deep analysis. I know. It's been great. And Putin, if you're listening, like, leave Ukraine alone, please. Thank you. Please. Okay. See you soon. See ya. Part of the Like Mind Media Network. <laughs>